Nothing But the Words, episode number 14, Writing Your Book is an Act of Leadership. Welcome to Nothing But the Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about why I believe writing your book is an act of leadership and why there's no better time than right now, whenever you might be listening to this episode, to step into your role as an author leader. Right now, as I record this, we are still self-quarantining, staying at home because of the coronavirus pandemic. This might be the third or the fourth or the fifth week of staying at home for us. I haven't really kept strict track. We celebrated Easter this past weekend by doing TV church. We got takeout for the first time in about a month. And then we really just lay around watching TV and enjoying some good movies and TV shows. We were just hanging out. So It wasn't the normal Easter we would have had, but it was also an incredibly fun and pleasant day. The hardest part for me was actually honoring my commitment not to work on Sundays. There was some editing I wanted to do for a book that I'm co-writing, and I had promised that I wouldn't work on Sunday, but I had those pages in my hand. I did manage to delay the editing until Monday, but that was really just because my daughter took the pages away from me. (laughs) I wanted to get a head start. But I was able to delay it until Monday, and I'm glad I did because right, working every day is never a good plan. Not It's not sustainable. Now, what I've found recently with my coaching clients, though, is that many of them are struggling to write at all. Now, the majority of them are getting it done. Right now, they fall into three categories. Some people are all in, and I would say this is the majority of my clients. They are taking advantage of this time to write their books. Other people, they needed a few days or a couple of weeks to process everything that's going on in the world and around them and get back on board with their writing projects. And so they're ramping back up right now. And then there's the third, much smaller group of people who are still trying to find their way back to the writing. They are still somewhat distracted or absorbed in what's going on outside of their homes. And while I understand that people do need time to process and everyone, you've got to do it in your own time. And I value self-care. I am encouraging my clients to keep writing, keep writing, keep writing during this time. They are healthy. They're not caring for sick family members. And yes, they do have new challenges, right? They may have kids at home all day. They may be cooking when they would rather be eating out. The extra work required in just going to the grocery store and wondering if you're going to need to sanitize everything when you bring it home can be an added stress. These are extraordinary times, but leaders rise to the challenges of extraordinary times. There's a reason why most of the people we see as thought leaders and many of the people in leadership roles at the heads of organizations in politics and business are also authors. Writing a book demonstrates that you have thought about this subject. You've taken the time to master some knowledge around this topic. Writing a great book demonstrates that you've given the subject deep and serious thought. Your book is tangible proof that you have your own unique point of view. If it's a great book, you're not just regurgitating someone else's point of view. That would be not the best book in the world. 
My clients are leaders in business, in personal development, in their religious communities, in health and wellness, in finance, in the legal community, in life coaching, relationship coaching, all kinds of niches. If you are in the process of writing a book, you too are also a leader, or you're in the process of becoming one. In that case, you need to know that writing your book is an act of leadership, and writing your book in extraordinary times is an act of extraordinary leadership. Leaders have the courage to take a stand. As a leader, your book should stand for something. You should have a clear message for your readers about what you believe on a given topic. Leaders provide clarity for their followers. Your readers could spend weeks and months doing Google searches and reading articles and watching videos online about the topic you're writing about. But people don't buy books to have information thrown at them all over the place. They buy books because they want the information delivered in a coherent and organized way. Whether you're telling a story, teaching a process, or sharing information, the expectation is that you will synthesize that information and communicate it in a way that's helpful to your readers. That's how you lead as an author. There's a reason we tell children and even adults stories and read them books with clear lessons, sometimes with a moral to the story. We want them to learn from other people's decisions, other people's mistakes and experiences, including our own, and telling stories and sharing experiences in the form of a story is a great way to do that. As an author, you look to history, you look to your own experiences or to the actions and consequences you've observed, and you extract the lessons so other people can see them more easily. That is an act of leadership. Leaders also act in the best interests of their followers, even when it means telling them something they don't wanna hear. Telling people what they don't want to hear can be difficult. It can be challenging. It can feel polarizing. It can make you worry. No one's going to want to hear what you have to say in your book. But telling people what they already believe and want to hear, just co-signing on what they already think, does not make for a great book. Great books give people what they want while telling them what they need. You might write a book on weight loss, for example, that promises readers that they will see results in 14 days. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear fast results, right? But then you give them what they need by telling them you can see those results, but you're going to have to change the way you eat in order to see them. Right now, I'm in this class with this great coach, and I will tell you about exactly what the class is later. But she is, first of all, brilliant at what she does, but she also doesn't really pull any punches. When we are not great, in our work, she lets us know. She is not unkind. She is not lacking in compassion. She is actually quite polite, but she also tells us what we need to hear. She does not feed us all sugar and no substance. She is a leader and she acts in our best interest by telling us what we need to know. As an author, your book should share with your readers the information they most need to hear about that topic. Now, not everybody is going to take action on the wisdom and the knowledge that you share. That's okay. You can't be responsible for what happens on the other side of your book as long as you've done your job in writing it. The people though who do decide to take action will change their lives in ways small and in ways large, they will change their lives. If they follow what you teach in your book, if you're teaching great information, they will learn how to do something. They will 
achieve a goal with that information. They will solve a problem with that information. Leaders also set the direction. They chart a course for individuals, communities, and organizations. As an author, you help people solve problems and achieve goals by showing them how to get there. You might enlighten, you might educate, you might entertain or inspire your readers. Look at a genre like uh, young adult fiction. A lot of people consider that to be sort of a fluffy genre. It's just pure entertainment. And sometimes, of course, it is. But there are books in that genre that inspire whole generations of children and adolescents in ways that nothing else does. Maybe some movies might do it. But the books typically come first before you start inspiring as movies. Take, for example, The Hunger Games. It inspired a generation of girls long before the movies were ever made. Young girls saw that they could be heroes. They could be the defenders of the weak by standing up for people who couldn't stand up for themselves. In The Art of War by Stephen Pressfield, the author lays out a path for artists and writers to overcome resistance so they can actually create. You can use any genre to set the direction for your readers. Leaders do what other people won't do. Listen, there is always an excuse not to write. I have heard every excuse and I have probably used nine out of 10 of them. We always have distractions around us. The fact is the majority of people who say they want to write a book won't do it in ordinary times. So they certainly aren't going to do it when we're facing the kinds of extraordinary circumstances we face right now. When these external factors are more challenging, few people will accomplish their goals, but leaders will. It is just too easy to fall under the distraction of worry and concern and the latest news and the latest tweets and the latest posts. Writing your book is an act of leadership and the world needs leaders in every niche and field. We need leaders who write memoirs and books on how to run a business. We need leaders who write novels and books on historical events. We need leaders who write books that help us choose a healthy lifestyle, get over our bad habits and develop good ones. We need leaders who are committed enough to mastering a topic that they have a level of knowledge that can allow them to carry a book for 100 pages or more with their own thoughts, ideas, stories, and experiences. You can be that kind of leader. Write your book. Take your place as an author leader. Take action like a leader by sitting down to write today. Now, if you don't know where to begin, go back and listen to the first episode of this podcast and just work your way through. I break it down for you step by step. If you've already done all that great pre-writing research and planning and you're working from a strong outline and you know who you're writing for and you have a purpose for your book, you know what your reader will get from it, you know how you will use your book, then you need to be writing, my friend. You need to be writing consistently. If you can't write every day, then figure out what days you can write. Put your writing sessions on your calendar and show up for yourself and for your readers the same way you show up for your boss, your clients, your customers, your kids. If you need help focusing when you sit down and write, I've created a really cool free resource for you. It's called Writing with Candace, and it's a 30-minute writing session video. There is no teaching or talking in this video. It's just time and space for you to write with the same background music or type of background music that I use to create a productive writing session. So check it out. And I think you will find it remarkably beneficial. You can find the link to the writing session video 
in the show notes at candaceldavis.com backslash 14 or go to candaceldavis.com backslash writing session. Don't let this time slip away from you. Write your book. Step into your role as a leader. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.